Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I'm well, Rick. Hello, friends. Well, listen, one of the things that we want to do with Real Truth Real Quick is be a resource to questions that folks are asking. And so we got a question regarding purity, masturbation. Is masturbation a sin? All right. Well, let me start by answering that by saying what it's not. Um, because there is no unforgivable sin. We actually did a Real Truth Real Quick on that. Check it out. Um, that we need to worry about today other than not believing in Jesus. It's not that. It's not an unavoidable sin because no temptation has overtaken you but such as is common to man. And with the temptation, God will provide the way of escape also so that you might be able to endure it. That's 1 Corinthians 10. It is not a single man struggle. 95% uh, of men, 89% of women say struggle with masturbation. 70% of married men and 70% of married women struggle with masturbation. This is not a question just for single people. One of the greatest lies out there especially among our young adults and single friends, is, hey, this is just something I'm doing now um, that when I'm married won't be a problem. We're going to talk about why it is a problem. It's a major problem in the context of marriage. Um, and it's, it's not just a male problem, okay? I already mentioned the fact that 89% of women say this is an issue in their life. So is masturbation a sin? Well, here's what we know also. All right, we know that lust is a problem. Jesus in Matthew chapter 5, I think verses 27 and 28 says, hey, you, you've heard it said you're not, you should not commit adultery, but I say to you, if you look at one with lust in your heart. Right? So anything that we would do to aid us in masturbating that would involve lust, we know is a problem. Okay? Um, 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, whatever we do, we should do the glory of God. So you've got to ask yourself, if this isn't to the glory of God, my masturbation, then it probably isn't something we should do. Some people might say, well, it's more of a glory that I do this than that I would actually you know, harm another person. Well, um, you know, I, I, again, we're not to let immorality or impurity or greed even be named among us. This is proper among the saints. That's Ephesians 5.3. I'll throw this out real quickly. Maybe we gotta do a real truth real quick on it. I won't waste time here on Onanism, which is a reference to Genesis 38 and uh, a guy named Onan, who actually his sin there, let me just say this, we'll, we'll do another real truth quick on this, but his sin was not the sin of masturbation. It wasn't even the sin of withdrawal as a form of birth control, it was disobedience to God specifically in fulfilling his, his, his role uh, as a man. So um, is masturbation a sin? Lust is a sin? Well, what if I do it and I don't lust? What if I'm thinking about the Pythagorean theorem when I, when I masturbate? Here's something I think people need to realize. Um, Heroin and cocaine, okay, which we all know are damaging to us, it's not the act of taking heroin or the act of taking cocaine that make them so addictive. It's what those chemicals or those drugs introduced to our body does to us chemically. It releases uh, dopamine, it releases uh, uh, epinephrine, it, re it releases um, other hormones in our body that make us feel a certain way, okay? When the human body experiences climax. It releases oxytoxins. It releases, um, you know, other chemicals that are um, that that produce in us a sense of calm and relaxation and happiness, serotonins. All right, and it literally hardwires our brain. It creates pathways that our brain then begins to operate on and connect certain activities with certain experiences of pleasure. And you know, God did not make us. Um, to have sexual experiences that are, uh, we're not to live and, and think of sex as, um, as a, a selfish act or an act for our own self-pleasing. It's to be a mutual giving of one another, okay? And it is a fact that if you train your body, Rick, to um, find pleasure over a period of time by self-stimulation, that's not an easy thing to flip and switch. 
It's why so many people inside marriage would even say, I'd rather, believe it or not, masturbate than have physical intimacy with my spouse because I've trained my body. That's how it's going to be pleasured. So it's not the unforgivable sin ever, okay, because there isn't one, but it may be a behavior that's going to be damaging to your life. We are not, Romans 8, 12 says, brethren, we are not under obligation to our flesh. We don't have to live according to our flesh. We know there's a God who loves us and care for us, who is with every temptation given us the way of escape also, and we ought to take it and not just surrender. We shouldn't beat people up when they struggle with all kinds of sin, whether that's a burst of anger or a burst of lust, but we shouldn't surrender to it, okay? And just say, well, I'm not shooting people. That's because I'm, I'm venting my anger, right, by just calling them a bunch of abusive names. That's just not a good way to live. Likewise, I'm glad you're not sleeping with other people. That doesn't mean you go, well, I'm going to do this, which is another destructive behavior in my life. So um, is masturbation a sin? I would say that a lot of things that are around it, okay, Rick, are, are violations of Scripture, and, um, and it's a misuse of why God gave us the ability to um, experience pleasure for the purpose of bonding intimacy between a male and a female. And so it's not a behavior that's going to lead to blessing in our life. That I can assure you. Well, listen, I get paid to ask questions, so i got to ask you a couple more follow-up questions. And so the guy that goes, the guy or the girl that says, hey, I, I can do math problems. I can masturbate and not lust, that scenario. And the scenario of the guy who goes, hey, I travel for work, or I'm in the military, and I'm going to only think about my spouse when I do this. Are those two scenarios a sin? Yeah. Well, here's what I would say is, first of all, when you're on a short little business trip, I think you can make it a couple of days. Some people say, I've never had a nocturnal emission. By the way, the Bible does talk about this uh, a little bit with nocturnal emissions and, and how you're in the Old Testament, Levitical law is supposed to bring cleansing to yourself if that happens. Some guys go, I've never had that experience. I go, well, maybe it's because your body's never built up that tension, right? And um, we are not made to have to have sex. We're not defined by our sexuality. Sex is a gift from God. And uh, it's a gift that's specifically used in a very specific way. And when we misuse gifts, it's never going to lead to blessing in our life. So if a woman gives her husband permission while he's on military duty for a couple of, uh, of months, years even, overseas, um, and that he's not going to do it while looking at pornography, right, and lusting after somebody else thinking of his wife, you know, uh, would that scenario make it a sin? I would say it would certainly still uh, contain, in my mind, a warning. But again, I mean, if that's the only way a person struggles when he's away from his wife and thinking about his wife and manually stimulating himself until he's with his wife again, I'm going to tell you that guy's probably doing better than others, but I would not um, tell him that he needs to convince himself that he is obligated to his flesh. I would tell him to do everything he could, all right, to be a man um, that controlled his body and did not, he abstained, you know, from fleshly lusts, which waged war against his soul. Okay, um, his body is built in to have release if, uh, if he'll let it get to that point. So uh, I love the fact that he's been intentional in talking about it with his wife, but let's be honest, that's not what most of the people are asking this question, the situation they find themselves in. And so um, let's make sure we're not feeding our brain unhealthy things that make what's already a very difficult thing more difficult. Um, let's find others we can talk to about and encourage us. And some of people have developed an addiction that they go, this is a way that my body has taught me if I do this. You know, when, when epinephrine go off in your body, it causes focus. And it's a way of telling your body, pay attention. This is important. What you're doing right now really matters, right? And that's why it becomes so addictive. Uh, pornography, sex, masturbation in general is as addictive as heroin and cocaine. And that's why you see it ravaging people. So what I would tell you is to flee. The Bible says flee fleshly lusts which wage war against your soul. 
And I would encourage that. Flee immorality. Don't give yourself over to it. Awesome. Great. Hey, you know, if you're watching this, I want to, you know, I hope that you hear this and you go, man, we, we want to be about talking about topics that people are really struggling yeah. with. And so if you're out there and this is something that maybe you're uh, hot, held hostage to masturbation. You're not alone. I yeah. mean, be encouraged that this is a, an issue that you desire to honor God, but don't isolate. All right. Don't try and win this on your own. Um, again, 90% of humanity okay, is wrestling with this. You know, I mean, there's, there's an old statement, right? There's two kinds of guys, those that struggle with masturbation and those that lie about it. And that's also true with women. What I would tell you is it's good to struggle, okay? And don't surrender to your flesh. You are under no obligation to your flesh, but don't beat yourself up, okay, that it's a struggle. Yep. Temptation is not sin, but also ceding to it, compromising and believing that's gonna be the best way to live is by making allowances for your flesh. Appeasement is not a good strategy. So yeah. wage war against uh, those things. Yep, and there's an email address right at the bottom. If we can help you in any, yeah. any way, if you're in the Dallas area, we'd love to connect with you, help you in any way that we can. And uh, just shoot us an email. We'd love to respond to you, and we'll see you next week on Stay another episode. Stay at it, man. Don't grow weary in doing good. We'll see you. Yeah.